Well, hello, everyone. Our guest on this episode is a digital leader from the food services industry. Golden State Foods is core business in distribution of protein, produce, and dairy. Carol Fawcett is the VP and CIO at GSF. As the CIO, Carol leads technology initiatives that promote and carry out the goals and strategies of GSF's mission and vision. Carol, welcome to the Get in the Mode podcast. Thank you very much, David. I'm very honored to join you today. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, thank you. Now, Carol, let's start uh, with your background so our audience can learn more about you. Thank you. Um, so except for the last four years, I have spent the majority of my career in the technology industry. Uh, first with a major storage company, many of you know, Western Digital, um, and then last with technology um, with Dell, who I believe, again, everyone knows and is a company that's focused, of course, on all technology aspects from data center to cloud to desktop to server. Sandwiched in between those two, um, I worked at a fantastic company called Quest, who focused on IT enhancing and security applications. So um, had a great run with technology companies and um, found myself um, just as of 2017 with a phenomenal company, Golden State Foods, who feeds about 5 billion people per day. Um, Golden State Foods is a company that provides food processing and or distribution services to approximately 125,000 stores in more than 40 countries from five continents um, from about 50 plus locations um, around the world, obviously. Um, we're ranked among the largest diversified food processing and distributors in the United States. Um, our core business um, includes liquid meat and dairy products, as you have already mentioned, right. um, as well as fresh produce distribution and of course other services. Um, an amazing company with razor focus on the customer success, um, which of course ends up supporting GSF as well. So it's a, it's a phenomenal company. We also have a wonderful um, foundation um, that we focus on um, local charity organizations. So it's all self-funded by the associates themselves and everything that um, we do collect goes directly to the associates hometown. So it's, it's a wonderful um, part to um, organization to be part of within GSF. Well, thanks for the great overview on now what 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 GSF is about and, um, you know, giving us a little bit of that background. Um, at a high level, you know, let's talk about, you know, I think you're the first guest from the food services industry. What are some challenges a company like GSF faces? You know, how does Maybe, and then the second part to that is how does IT play a, a role to address those challenges? So the, probably the biggest challenge, especially, um, you know, when you think about what the industry has been through with this pandemic um, that came upon us um, back in 2020, um, which is a little over a year now, it's, it's hard to believe that um, we've all been doing this for so long. We are an essential business. Um, and now that the industry is opening up, um, we have stimulus checks out there, easing of COVID restrictions, um, all the capital projects that had been put on hold in 2020, of course, now are being released. The volume of projects, programs, and asks from both our external customers as well as our internal customers is just skyrocketing through the roof. Um, you know, and, and when you think about the industry and you 
think about the quick service industry because that's really where we um, play our heaviest. Think of sauces and dressings, um, think coffee, think, think everything that you can buy pretty much through a drive-through. Um, you might know that those businesses have just been going through the roof um, throughout right. this pandemic. Um, a lot of what we do in IT is we work with not only the internal customers, but also the external customers as we help them achieve their goals and meet their strategic initiatives. Um, we help prioritize them. Um, we look at over our strategic plans, see how they marry with our external customer strategic plans, and then work together to ensure success. That's a lot of moving parts, especially when you're working with strategic partners like that. You know, they probably have a different pace at developing their technology. Um, you know, what maybe I, I what are some challenges and that come from such you know different paces where everybody's having their own roadmap, um, and how how do you typically address them? You know, it's interesting as different as they all are. Um, and as different as our business divisions are, they pretty much are all striving for the same thing. Okay. They're all striving for um, efficiencies around processes. They're striving for customer engagement and happiness to be increased. Yeah. Um, and then data integration is another huge one that they're mm -hmm. all striving to achieve. Um, so as we look at these different customers, every one of them is asking for data that we hold on them to be given to um, their data warehouse, their analytics environments, um, so that they can make better decisions moving forward, and especially as the entire industry opens up. So as different as they are, they're very similar in nature and what they are trying to achieve. I think it helps to have a common goal and an objective, right? Um, so. That, that kind of leads me to uh, this question. You know, in this show, the the topics that revolve around outcome-focused technology initiatives, right? Um, be it data integration, you know, umbrella terms like digital transformation. Um, you know, as the CIO, uh, what are some methodologies or approaches you follow to drive uh, business outcomes on uh, tech initiatives? You know, the most important starting point in any effort is understanding the what. What is it we are trying to accomplish? What problem are we trying to solve? Um, and obviously understanding that what before a tool or technology is ever called out to me is one of the most important things. Sure. Um, because maybe it's not a technology tool. Maybe yeah. it's a process that needs to be changed. Maybe it's as simple as a, an SOP, a standard operating plan that needs or a process that needs to be changed. Um, you know, it's it's not always just jumping to a new tool to solve an issue. So that's why understanding the what is so important. Um, the next step, of course, is ensuring that you can meet the expectation of where that what is leading you. And obviously that is done by defining um, the key K the KPIs that would be involved in measuring the success of an overall project. Um, and when you think about a KPI, it really has to be results driven, right? It, and it needs to be something tangible that you can put your hands on. Right. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, it all goes back to measuring success and being able to measure success. Um, so that's really key. Um, 
third big component of all of this, of course, is communication. Right? We have um, what we call customer councils here at GSF, where we have cross-functional and, and specifically um, functional teams that meet on a regular basis to look at the processes and the technologies that are in place today and discuss the, some of the things that they're doing with the, those technologies and processes looking towards standardization across, for example, the liquids plants, all looking for standardization against there. Across the 24 distribution centers, looking for standardization on how they do business. Um, because the customers are exactly the same, but the distribution centers, of course, are stretched across the United States. Um, the other thing that we really focus on is that end-to-end. Right. Um, because as everybody knows, um, you know, what comes in the front door and leaves the back door, um, all the processes that sit between those rely on the previous and the next in order to have success. So we need to know what raw materials are coming in in order to understand what we can make, what we can package, and then eventually what we can ship. So those three things to me are really important. Um, and then I guess the final step of that would be um, once you do implement something, right, it's a matter of monitoring, evaluating, and improving along the way. Um, what does your adoption rate look like? Mm -hmm. uh, both operationally and technically, um, do we have the right teams in place? Are folks adopting and adapting to this new process or technology? Um, what kind of training must we include in on this? Um, what things should we be doing to step that up? And then, of course, support, um, just supporting them as they continue to use these processes and staying in touch with them to make sure that we're staying in line, we're following the processes. And if not, why not? Right. What can we do differently? So it's, it's not just a matter of implement and run. Um, it is a matter of understanding what making sure you have those KPIs in place so that you can measure your success and measure that outcome as, as you mentioned earlier, communicating along the way and throughout the life. Um, IT is certainly not, should not be looked at as an organization that is only engaged during an implementation, but throughout its life, the, the company's life, right? And then fi finally monitoring and evaluating what has been implemented. Makes sense. You mentioned KPIs. Now, where do you even start? You know, you go to a website like kpilibrary.org. There are so many KPIs, right? So let's talk about, you know, as a CIO, when you came in maybe four years ago or, you know, somewhere in that process, where do you, where do you start? You start with the business. You okay. start with your business, right? Um, it, I don't think you can start with going out to a library and just pulling some off um, the shelf. I think that you have to have that really great relationship with those divisional or business leads um, and understanding today what's their metrics, you know, what are the key indicators that they look at. Yeah. Um, and then augmenting from there just through your own past experience. Yeah, so it's almost like what you're saying, Carol, is inventory of, you know, talk to the stakeholders, take inventory of what they're tracking, see where the gaps may be, and then fill in those gaps to measure those KPIs. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, now, 
you know, you also mentioned in the, in the previous, when you responded to my previous question, the end-to-end -end part, right? Uh, you know, a company like GSF, very process and operational heavy. You have some manufacturing also in the mix. Now you, you've got operational technology, you know, uh, you also have a CTO, um, you know, in the mix. So there's PT and now you lead IT. So how do you integrate all of this, number one, and, you know, make sure they're aligned with those strategic ob objectives? It's all about collaboration. It's all about teaming. Um, it's all about and then making sure that you all have the same exact end goal in mind, right? It's kind of like sending three people out in a car together or separately um, without a map or without telling them where they need to go. Right. They're all gonna drive in different directions. Um, so you have to be as aligned as possible, very specific and collaborate as you go. I mean, one thing that ties um, all of these technology organizations together is of course security. Mm -hmm. um, and that was our real starting point to help um, IT, OT, and PT come together and say, um, we need to work together to make ensure that our environment is secure. But you take that one step further. Now that you have the, those divisional operations, this, the continuous improvement groups and the innovation teams coming to you for security, well, now it takes a step up because now you start talking about integration Right. Integration between the core applications that have already been implemented and the core technologies that have already been implemented and what they're looking to do. Yeah. Right. And then help driving that what conversation. Well, what is it you're trying to achieve? Um, and then again, falling into that same program of what are you trying to achieve? What are the KPIs? Oh, what kind of tools are we looking at? What, kind, what do those tools require? Because again, the other thing that pulls us all together outside of security is the network. Right. Um, in today's mobile world, it's all about the RF um, scan guns. It's all about IoT. It's all about the mobile devices that everyone is now walking around, the distribution centers and the manufacturing plants, those uh, iPads or whatever you know, device they have in their hand and they're looking at, it's all connecting up to our network. Right. Um, so it's wonderful that now they have started coming to us first um, to better understand um, and to better understand our current platform and how what they're thinking of doing may play in um, and possibly looking at what's already put in place mm -hmm. um, and could they utilize those. I mean, think about an IT organization and think about how much we have implemented on our ERP, for example. Um, we have a D365 implementation in three plants right now. We know that that was, um, you know, an expensive endeavor. Um, and it's something that you want to make sure that you're using 100% of before you start looking outward to additional modules. Um, and understanding those platforms and where their shortcomings are, definitely, there are always shortcomings in any software. Yeah, and there will be always course. additional modules. Mm -hmm. But how do those play with the current platform? That's the real key. Hello everyone, coming soon on our part two of this interview, Carol talks about emerging tech and rationalizing budget for innovation. So if you are a digital leader and are wanting to get the buy-in from stakeholders on net new initiatives and projects, you wouldn't want to miss this. We hope you enjoyed part one of this interview. 
make sure you hit that subscribe button for the Mode Stack YouTube channel so you don't miss part two of this interview. Thanks for watching.